Are you ready to take the big leap in 2020? Is this the year you finally create a business from your passion? Sounds good, right? But how exactly does someone accomplish this? Hold on tight, because my amazing guest and business coach is here today to help you create a passive income business that lights you up. Stephanie Gass will empower and educate you to claim your potential. If you don't already know who she is, I promise you're going to love her. Steph's mission is helping female entrepreneurs conquer their fears, step into their God-led potential, understand that they are worthy of success and balance, and guide them with online marketing strategies to automate, create passive income, and create more space and time. This is episode 25, Discover Your Zone of Genius with Stephanie Gass. Hey there, Mom Boss. Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast. I'm Allison Scholes, brand strategist and lifestyle stock photographer. And yes, I'm that boss lady in sweatpants. If you're ready to fine tune your personal brand, grow your business on social media, learn some really cool marketing hacks, all while balancing family life, then girl, you're in the right spot. And please don't be shy. You can connect with me over at bossladyinsweatpants.com. If you're ready for today's show, go ahead and hand out the kids' tablets, open those juice boxes, grab your coffee, and hide in your closet. It's time to dive in. Hey, Steph. Welcome to the show. What's up, girl? I'm so So happy happy to have you here. And for those of you listening, I'm sure you know Stephanie Gass. She's amazing. She's my business coach. And before we dive into my questions on Zone of Genius, Stephanie, please share your story with us. Okay, let me share this story and I'll try to condense it because it's so (laughs) long and there's so many like crazy ups and downs. I'm going to do my best because this is a juicy story and I think this story really helps us with today's topic, which is zone of genius. So I was raised to believe that stability equaled success. So went to college, got the master's and got into corporate was very successful in corporate in my mid-20s, six figures, jet-setting the world, and then I met my now husband, and we knew we wanted to have a family. So interestingly, um, and you'll hear me talk about God a lot, but what, insert whatever that means for you, little listener, like you know, universe, spirit, whatever, but for me it was that first divine intervention of a company shutting down, literally slamming the doors, and us ready to start a family that brought me to, oh, this is my first major pivot, from this stability into this space of what the heck am I doing with my life? And my husband's like, let's just take a year off because we're going to have kids anyway. And maybe you can figure out something you can do from home. I knew I wanted to raise my babies. So got into network marketing as so many entrepreneurs, it's such Mm -hmm. a beautiful gateway into the sphere. And I did no different, jumped in and I'm a three on the Enneagram, which means I'm a high achiever. I'm an overachiever. Business comes naturally for me. And that can be a great thing and that can be a bad thing, as I'll <laughs> share with you. Within two years, top 1% of that company, walk on the stage with a $50,000 bonus check in front of 20,000 people and the free car and the trips. And you would think I had made it, which, you know, on paper, sure, she has made it. But what you didn't see is that inside, I had let that success and money become an idol for me. And I wasn't worthy unless I was achieving more and more and more. And the quest for more became the only thing 
that I could see. And it was a really ugly, dark space for me now as I look back, but at the moment I didn't see it. And so interestingly, how God works in such incredible ways, he stepped in again for me because I'm stubborn. I'm like, but God, are you sure you don't want me to do this? Are you really sure? Look, I'm making all this money. And he's like, I said, no. So I was realigned again. And what that means is it was very hard, but the company went through a rebrand. All my, I had thousands of people in my downline. They were going to the new best thing. And I was working 60 hours a week to just maintain our income was falling away faster than it ever had before. The cash flow was gone. And I found myself in literally the darkest moment I have ever been in, ever. Uh, I had never failed at something before. And here I sat, we had to borrow money from my son's savings account. The business I had built had pretty much vanished before my eyes. I was 60 pounds overweight, having full-fledged panic attacks, and I didn't know who I was anymore. And this was about three years ago that this whole thing transpired. I was in network marketing for about four or five years. And I went through, I think it was actually like a full-on life crisis at that point. Like, who am I? If I am not worth money, if I can't be successful, I am nothing. And I just sat in that space for a while. I ate Doritos. I cried. I watched Netflix. Like I had a newborn baby. I'm like nursing a baby on one side, like eating Doritos <laughs> on the other, like my life is over. But you know, it's so funny because through that dark, hard moment that I feel, I felt broken in that space. And I felt like there was no way out. I was reborn. And it's crazy because you think those hard moments are there to break you, but they're there to build you up. And through that, I learned who I truly was. And what the beautiful part was, was I was so much more than business and success and money and recognition and the, the rank above my name, which nobody knew what it meant anyway, right? Like triple diamond Q star. Right. I'm like, that's <laughs> me. They're like, what even is that? I started with, I'll just share this quickly because I think this will help all of you that are in that space right now going, who am I? And what the heck am I supposed to be doing with my dang life? I feel like I'm in this lost dark hole. I got a piece of paper out and I wrote down the woman I wanted to become. Who is she? What are the things she's passionate about? What does her life look like? And I said, gosh, I want to be you know, spiritually led again. I want to make time for myself and my family and be healthy. I want to run a passive business. Don't want to work 60 hours a week anymore. I want to help people. I'm sick of living for me. I'm done with that. And I didn't know how to become her. She, it looked unattainable. But what I did is I did something she would do every day. Would she go to the gym? Yeah, dang her. She would go to the gym. Would she eat, you know, the salad or would she eat the cheeseburger? Ah, dang her. She would eat the salad. Like I just started making little life choices that she would do. And over the course of a year, plus therapy, plus a lot of hard crap, okay, plus a lot of prayer and miracles and provision that God provided to get me through that, I became the woman on the paper. And it's crazy because for the past two years, I've been living as the woman on the paper running the passive business, realigned spiritually, you know, healthy and fit and happy. And I'm living my dream life and my dream clients like Allison come to me and get, I get to work with people that are literally a dream come true. And what I do today now, so that story hopefully captured your attention and maybe you're sitting in that space today, but where I am now, because there's a happy ending is I am helping women to uncover their God-led calling is what I say, or you could say spirit call, you know, the thing you were created to do here on earth and figure out a way to build it in a passive way using podcasting and online courses. 
and I run a show and I get to do it with no makeup on in my gym clothes that I spilled coffee all over. I was telling Allison <laughs> and just live my best like hot mess life. And I'm, I'm so for it. So that's the story. And I love your story. And I love how you said going through the hard crap because we all go through the hard crap. And like you said, it makes you stronger because your story just sounded a lot like mine. And I think that's what drew me to you because I had the two kids and I had a master's in teaching. And I remember day after day, my husband would say to me, gosh, I can't wait for you to go back to work so we can have more money. And yeah. I would cringe on the inside. And what a lot of people don't know, our youngest at the time, he's on the spectrum. He has autism. So going through that hard crap with family and having this pull that I need to help financially, but that wasn't calling to my heart. But I think there's a lot of women out there, a lot of mompreneurs that have this calling, but they're just so stuck. And they have a pull of what society, what we've been taught to go get the J-O-B and, you know, earn the paycheck. But there's another calling. How do we get to that other calling? So we're going to dive into, because this is what you helped me with. And this is how my business has grown, is what we call zone of genius. What is your, I want to know what your zone of genius is in your business. Let's start with you. <laughs> oh, ooh, juicy. Uh -huh. okay, so Y'all, Zone of Genius came from Gay Hendricks, who wrote the book, The Big Leap. And if you haven't read that, you've got to read it. And in essence, what it means, for those of you who are like, what are they talking about? Those are, that is the thing that you are the most gifted at. And also, it's usually also the things that are so natural for you, you don't even realize you're so gifted at it, okay? Now, gosh, if I was thinking about what my zone of genius is, I really have, I guess, this um, gift of helping other women to take all of the swirling ideas that they have, and I can channel it through... I don't know. It's, it's like I channel it through and I can put it out for them in one sentence. Look, this is it. This is the thing. Okay. And that's a piece of it because there are also multi, you know, multi levels to who you are and what your zone of genius is. And I could also say, well, because of that, I also have a zone of genius in, you know, sales, marketing, copy, and those public speaking, because all of those things kind of correlate with, um, with my Lola, who's my avatar is what I call her. So your zone of genius doesn't have to be one specific thing. Like my zone of genius is baking cookies. Okay. It can be your zone of genius is maybe nutrition or, or baking in general. And because you have a passion for what fueling people, helping them bringing together this feeling of love and uh, family through eating, through, you know, hosting events. So it's a lot bigger than one specific thing. Do you think that makes sense, Allison? I do. And I'm sure we have a lot of mompreneurs listening because being a mom and you too, Steph, we have this, I don't know if it's an expectation or a desire to do all the things. And that's where I was stuck because there were so many interests and for me being so creative, how can a mom or, you know, an aspiring mompreneur 
kind of define or discover their zone of genius? Because you do have all the swirling things in your mind. How, how can we start the discovery process? Sure. So I think it starts with differentiating the things that you're good at, which is actually called the zone of excellence. I'm getting all of this from the book. So not copyright Stephanie (laughs) asked, but I'm just going to read to you guys those excerpts from the book so that you can help differentiate that. And then we'll give you some examples. So in your zone of excellence, you're doing something you're skilled at. You're good at it. Okay. And this is all the stuff. Like if you take me, for example, I'm good at being a mom. I'm actually pretty good at cooking. I'm good at working out. I'm good at, oh, I'm good at video. Okay. So there's one. Um, blah, 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 blah. So there's all these, I'm good at planning. I'm good at productivity. Okay. But if you look at the differentiator, there's so many things we're good at, but there's only a couple things where we're genius at them. And this is actually called the zone of genius. So it has a completely different name than your zones of excellence. And in your zone of genius, when you get into this flow, you have ceaseless inspiration. Okay. You are literally on fire. Like when I am working with a client, helping them uncap those things, when I am recording a podcast for that woman, it's like, I'm not even me. Okay. It's as if I'm literally having an outer body experience and ideas are flowing in and I'm like, Oh my gosh, where did that come from? And I always tell her, you better record this because I won't remember what I said because it just flows so naturally for me. It also is something that's very unique to you and you're probably doing it better than 90% of other people. So it's something that you just, it's so natural for you. Okay. Now, how do you figure this out? I think it's number one. The first step is you must self inventory and this is hard for a lot of, especially mothers and women and entrepreneurs, and especially if you're doing all three of those things, to look into who you are and self-reflect and say, if you were to make a list of all the things you're good at, and I'm not necessarily saying things you enjoy, I'm saying, what are you gifted at doing? Because there's a difference, in my opinion, between your passion and your zones of genius. You can usually pair them which is what I've done because I'm obsessed with sales and marketing, but it's not necess- that's not a zone of genius. That's a uh, niche, okay? So there's a difference there. But you take your skill set, that's zone of genius. So if you can make a list of all the things that you're good at and you're genius at, and then do your best to pick five that you think, okay, when I'm, in, when I'm doing that thing, I'm in that flow. I have that ceaseless inspiration, okay? Highlight that. Then I want you to go to the five people that literally know you the best of anyone, whether that be a spouse, a best friend, a parent, hopefully all of the above, a business coach, the people that like they can see you because it's hard to look at ourselves sometimes and be objective. But if you go to the people that know you the best and say, out of these five things, which two do you think I'm, I'm the best at? Which, which two would you pick? Put some stars by those. I bet you're going to see a trend. I bet you're going to see a couple things things stand out. All right. So that's where I would start. And then the third component is I fiercely believe that you need to pray for clarity, direction, guidance, because there's a lot of times I'll get an idea like, Ooh, like Alice and I were just talking about, she's been led to some new ideas and you think it's, you're like, Ooh, this is such a great idea. And I think it's in my zone of genius. And I think that this would work. And I'm pretty sure that my avatar would want this. And so you go do that. And then all of a sudden you're like, 
oh, not sure if that was it, not sure if that diverted from my ultimate calling. Now I'm super confused. Now my audience is confused. So before you act, I highly recommend whatever that higher power is for you. You know, I have to really pray over things first and say, please let me know if this is the right thing for me. Okay. Like before I started my podcast, I prayed over that for months. I didn't know for sure. And I received in a dream, like the words start a podcast. It was so clear. And it's not always that clear, but you'll know, you'll have that Holy Spirit little tug and you're like, all right. And sometimes it takes a year for me to get those answers, you guys. But once you receive it and then you start doing it, you feel the flow, you feel the inspiration. You can't stop. You wake up early. You can't sleep. You're writing ideas. Like you're so lit up and obsessed with it. It changes your life, but ultimately it changes the, the customer's lives because you're so excited. So those are the three steps that I would take to dig into what your genius is. And I like how you differentiated ideas from genius because I know I get caught up into like the shiny object syndrome and you do come up with these amazing ideas like for the longest time. Yeah. I'm good at doing video. I can talk all day long and I don't, you know, but I didn't really enjoy doing video, even though that was expected at that time in social media. Everyone's going, oh, if you want to grow on social media, do video, do video, do video. And I'm good at video, but I don't love it. And I didn't like doing it. So am I really serving my audience in the right way? So, and can't you feel a difference, Allison, when... Yes. Cause I'm good at video too. I can do video, but if you're behind the mic and you're not doing video and it's off and you just get to like pull from your soul, don't you feel your delivery is different? And don't you feel that ceaseless inspiration? Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. And you know, it's funny. I think too, we fall into the almost comparison of what other entrepreneurs are doing. So for the longest time I had on my plate this year, I have to create a digital course. Right. But I haven't done it yet because I honestly, I don't want to do it. It's not calling to me, maybe down the road. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And you have to listen to that too, because your zone of genius, remember, is different than 90% of other people's zone of genius. Right. Right. And just because maybe you have this zone of genius in this creative online marketing sphere, it doesn't mean that you have to do everything in that sphere. And those are also actions. Your zone of genius is staying in your wheelhouse and then figuring out the little pieces of that that light you up so much and figuring out a way, how do I monetize the thing that is my genius? And what that 90% of people that this is not their genius, will they pay me for this tangible result because that's not their genius, if that yeah. makes sense. Yes. And I think it's also important to note that it's okay to recognize that your zone of genius will also scare you a bit. I'm discovering that just because you're putting yourself out there more and you're digging deeper into your zone of genius. So along the way, it will scare you a bit and fear will creep in. But I always take that as that's a good sign when fear creeps in. And there's different kinds of fear. There is fear because you know something's not right. There's fear of when our husbands said to us, Oh, maybe you could go back to work. Cause I've heard that too, you know, in the, in the course of all of the kids and all the things. And it was like this pit of like, like defeat, like gut wrenching fear versus 
I got to go do some public speaking. Holy crap. Like, you know, like, oh, like it's an excited fear. It's an expectant fear and it's a different feeling. And fear is the same endorphins as energy, as excitement. So you can take a note, you can take note of that and say, what type of fear am I feeling? Don't run from the excited expectant fear because that's there on purpose to propel you, to give you the adrenaline to get it done, to give you the energy that you need to pour into that mission work. So here's my last question, because we may have entrepreneurs out there that are really in the beginning of their stage. And then like myself, I've been in it for a couple of years now. Can your zone of genius change or evolve in your opinion? Okay. Yes. 100%. I don't think when you say evolve a billion percent, especially if you're paying attention to that excited fear, okay, okay. It's going to evolve. Change is an interesting question though. I believe that you are born with a specific purpose. Okay. You're born with it. However, it takes a long time to discover the purpose. And that the clarity comes through action. It comes through trying things, figuring out how they make you feel, failing forward often, just having this trust that every step you take is on purpose and you're being prepared and you're learning the lessons you need to learn to ultimately be ready for that calling because you you're not born ready for it, but you're born with it. So you've got to take the action. And so you're going to think, I thought, oh, you know, my zone of genius is, is sales and network marketing. That's what I thought. I truly did. Like I was mixing the Kool-Aid, yo, right? But I had to have that experience and I had to think that that's what it was or I wouldn't have been all in. I wouldn't have had the success I had and had the fall that I had so that I could then resonate with the women that I help and I coach today. And now where I sit today, I see how, oh, all along it was helping this Lola or this avatar uncover her greatest potential in life and uncover her soul call. But it wasn't clear yet. And even today, I know that that's just a piece of the bigger picture, which I don't yet know, but it's all linked. If you look at everything I've ever done in my life and everything I've ever been good at, great at, genius at in my life, it all leads to here and now, which will ultimately lead to the next phase. So I don't think it changes. I think we change. I think we grow. I think we uncover a bit more of it every day and that it's, it's so big and it's so beautiful and it's always been there, but we're not necessarily ready for it. So we have to just chip away at it every day until we feel really in alignment. And then we go forward with audacious, you know, ferocity until. I love that. And I love how you said it leads to the ultimate bigger picture because we're not living our big picture now. It's leading us to down the road. I love that. So Stephanie, I really think that all my listeners need to connect with you. So where can they find you? Yeah, I'm everywhere, you guys. It's <laughs> Stephanie Gass, uh, Stephanie with an F and G-A-S-S. -S. Come hang out on my IG stories, laugh hysterically because I'm a mess. Um, StephanieGass.com is my website, all kinds of free stuff. And then my podcast is the Mompreneur Mastermind Show. And it's uh, a show for the Christian-led entrepreneur that wants help in faith-led business, mindset mentorship. I have live coaching on the air. I answer questions from the community. I help you guys scale a passive income business. So come hang out. And I will make sure that I put 
all of your links in the show notes. But until next time, Steph, thank you so much for being on the show. You just light up my day when I get to talk to you. And I just really, really admire your passion, your mission. And thank you for being such an inspiration to all of us other mompreneurs. Oh, thank you, Allison. I'm so blessed to be here. Thank you for tuning in today. If you loved today's episode and walked away with value, then please head over to iTunes, social media for mompreneurs, and leave a review and subscribe to the channel. This would make my day. And don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at Allison Scholes or grab some freebies over at bossladyandsweatpants.com. Take care. I'll see you next time.